0: Three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Welcome back, guys. Uh, it's been a while, uh, and I'm been pretty, pretty looking forward to to be talking to Holger again. It's been a while, um, and a lot of stuff has happened since I've been live. And um, I can imagine that Holger has a lot to share with us because he's here to talk about a little bit about Spice 5 and a little bit about the Build 5 aspects and what they are doing and what's new since last time. Welcome back to the podcast, May.
0: Hey, Thomas. Thanks a lot for the invite. I'm really excited to be here again. Like We had so much progress over the past oh, months since we started to announce Spice 5 that I think it's like also good to do an update and also give the community some more insights about what Spice 5 is doing and what Build 5 is doing.
1: Absolutely, yeah, mate. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time. I know that you guys have a very busy schedule, a lot of things happening. Um, but yeah, I think that Spice 5 is ultimately one of the more interesting and more like outreachable projects going on in the ecosystem. Like We have a lot of amazing projects going on, but a lot of them is sort of um, focusing mostly on the IOTA ecosystem, while you guys are sort of actually also expanding a little bit and going all around. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to see what's new with you guys and um, but before we sort of dive into the new stuff, let's just um, do a small recap like what is Spice 5?
0: Yeah, Spice 5 is also like a part of the ecosystem and when you see in the ecosystem the different depths and projects are evolving with Sooniverse, Shimasine and so, uh, Tangle swap and so on. Everybody who's like building on uh, the Shimmer EVM, but we also have projects which are still building on the Layer One uh, of Iota, without smart contracts until we have smart contracts on on Layer One at one time. Um, and um, all of those projects, they need to develop somewhere, so they can spin up their own node. Of course, they can also spin up their own development environment. But when you look towards other ecosystems, there is like a lot more, I would almost call it like also utility tooling available, which just eases your whole journey and process into IOTA or into a certain ecosystem. And this is something what we are still lacking behind with IOTA, like we had it also yesterday at the Stammtisch. for example, when you are trading a lot on the Shimmer EVM, like how do you do your taxes? Now, like there's no tax tool immediately available which analyzes your transactions and then which creates like a tax report. And several similar like this, there are several building blocks or or yeah, let's maybe call them building blocks uh, like still missing in the Ecosystem uh, due to our like small war chest, for example. Uh, Before the supply increase, or because there were simply like other priorities, like just getting your core core protocol and IOTA 2.0 ready, for example. And one of those important stepstones or building blocks um, is infrastructure. Because as a project, when you are trying to scale your DAP or like your, your Web3 project, something you do not want to do is to take care of the infrastructure. And this comes back to the um, yeah, old decision of make or buy. So when I have limited resources on what should I actually focus? Where do I build a core know-how or a core, or a core competency? And with small teams, they typically are very specialized to drive their product uh, towards a specific market niche where they see that they can do business or you know, where there's like still like, a good opportunity and with these limited resources and personal and know how you want to focus on what you are best on you know, or best at and as part of this um, when you are getting more successful then you need to take care of other topics as well so in the beginning it might be like good to just run a node connect to the node or connect to a public endpoint but when you're starting to create more traffic more load uh, and so on then you then uh, like every growing business you need to take care of like many other things around you so for example in the very early stages you just do development then you're starting to come out then you do marketing you know, that you're creating awareness for your customer base um, then when you're driving it further and you are starting to scale up you need to take care about certain other aspects like how do you uh, how do you how can you actually like scale your project with the limited resources you have so what are types of scaling mechanisms uh, in marketing, or can you use like certain hyperscalers like AWS, for example, or Azure, uh, Microsoft, and Google? Uh, are some of those hyperscalers where you can like deploy once, or you can like execute or deliver it like several hundred or like a thousand times, um, and where you can like shortcut your own efforts towards gaining more traction uh, in the end with your customer base like how can you minimize the effort and at the same time have like a maximum impact and one of those very important things um, in the end is infrastructure as well because there are two aspects to infrastructure first the like this is what we are developing with spice so it's first um, the whole developer journey so how are you developing an application, how do you debug what you are sending to the tangle? Where do you see how many errors there were? Um, What you actually send? What was the response? And you can do this like in your own kit, or in your own uh, development uh, environment. Um, But normally, you also have developer support in terms of providers like spice and in the Ethereum world, we see this with Infura and Alchemy, which are just easing the developer into um being more productive by providing him statistics how many of your calls failed how much traffic did you actually do what was the response from from the blockchain or from the tangle you were interacting with uh, which types of volumes did you create what did you actually send so you can directly see it and the more of this information you have at your fingertips the faster of course you are with the development and then the second big part is like when you when you are fine analyzing the development, when you're going towards rollout, how do you want to scale your application? And when you are relying on a very small node, then all right, you will. you can like put in like a bigger node. But um, at one point, you will also reach the limits of the node. Um, and then you have to ask yourself, do I now have to add two more nodes? Do I set up a load balancer? To distribute those requests, maybe? Um, and how do I start to scale my backend infrastructure and my interaction with the blockchain and with the Tangle? And this is then where SPICE 5 comes in. So we are helping the developers to implement the Web3 project by providing this developer tooling, but to be more efficient, but also to scale up their infrastructure with them that they don't need to run a node. They they just want to connect to an access point, and they do not want to build the know-how to understand, hmm, how do I set up the node? How do I do a protocol update? All right, the protocol update is scheduled on Friday morning, but I'm on vacation during this time, so somebody else would need to do it from the team. And I like all of those questions, um, when you think about this whole chain, what you need from the inception of the development, uh, up to the scaling of a service to, or of your app to like one million users or 500 million users, for example, like how do you scale this? And this is then where Spice 5 comes in and where we take care of the scaling, of the update, of the maintenance, um, like essentially anything what is necessary, and where we provide you the tooling for layer one, but also for layer two, you know, for the Shimmer EVM in this case um in case the shimmer evm gets a bit congested then nobody can or not uh, or not all projects can interact with the nodes which the iota foundation provides with those access points so when you are running a project by yourself and it's getting into zero towards serious numbers uh, i would say you very quickly very quickly would like to have your own node because then you see the you see the traffic, what is happening in the Shimmer EVM, you see all of those transactions. But your node is like where your resources are and they are only there for you. So you can interact with the best possible speed and the uh, with the Shimmer EVM or with the ledger. And you're not being impacted by any bottlenecks which are caused by other projects communicating to or like a shared environment or to, to a shared node where you have like 10 projects working on the node. Mm. And then the next thing uh, I have chains, but I'm, I'm going to come to that <laughs> in a second. Yeah, no worries. Um, you, sh- you sure have a lot
1: of um, progress under your belt there. Um, I see that you guys are very often on different conferences and um, explaining to people what is it that Spice5 is creating. Do you think that there's a lot of interest outside of the, um, our closed bubble ecosystem. And have you noticed that there's a lot of interest for people to come and start using spice five as a uh, sort of a ground to, to build them?
0: Yeah, the, the, interest is definitely there. And what we have also seen before we branched out from the IOTA foundation, we did of course uh, research as well. And you could see that the adoption of protocols, uh, it went up when there was an infrastructure provider available because then many of the manual steps which you need to do, you can just outtask them to the infrastructure provider. And it helps to accelerate your own journey. It helps to minimize costs, to save time as well. And especially um, when you're in the beginning of your journey and are in this or getting towards this uh, scaling part, then it just helps you to accelerate and focus really on your core competency and on your core know-how to deliver in the end
1: mm. um what sort of troubles are you kind of working on at right now like is there something that you guys are missing in order to operate on full scale and um it's something like you're waiting for that be implemented at a later stage for instance some iota 2.0 stuff and um, smart contracts
0: on iota and stuff like that oh this is a good question i think in general the challenge with the iota ecosystem is that with didn't really have a watch chest, what I talked about before, and what has been yeah, discussed in the community, like also up and down <laughs> over mm. the past three years. Um, uh, now we should have this watch chest after the uh, like latest government, yeah, or governance proposal um, or governance change um, now with the supply increase. So now we should have this war chest. Um, the iota ecosystem in general is still quite small, and I think there's not enough awareness yet for it. This is why we are also going towards the conferences, why we are doing events like the Battle of the Blockchains during the Berlin Blockchain Week, because it just tremendously helps to understand what other protocols are doing. So to take a peek out of our own bubble, um, like the iota for uh, the the yeah the iota ecosystem bubble, it was always quite. I would, always, I would almost like call it protected. Mm. Um, like we didn't have like a lot of ex- exposure towards DeFi, simply I, would, I did not have any you know, EVM in the end and there were no DeFi projects. And other um, ecosystems, they are like, I don't know, like maybe two years uh, ahead or one and a half, no? two years ahead, something like this uh, in terms of different building blocks, awareness, uh, tooling, marketing, and so on. Um, and this is where now we need to catch up with IOTA and where we need to create this awareness. And um, many are now, I don't know, maybe like uh, saying, ah, we should have done this before, but we also have to recognize that the tech was not ready. And if we would have done all of this before, then um, I don't know if it's a, like, fake it till you make it, mm-hmm. uh, but this should not be the case. No? So now that the whole educational campaign is coming out for IOTA 2.0, that um, the EVM is coming out. Unfortunately, we had this uh, like little disaster with the, uh, with the multi-chain bridge uh, that it collapsed where the founder uh, was arrested and only he had the private keys. So this is why multi-chain then collapsed. So now there's like a pivot towards another uh, liquidity provider or like another chain provider where we can really connect to those big liquidity pipes with Ethereum and Bitcoin uh, and so on. Um, and with this, I think we can then also have more awareness in the DeFi ecosystem for IOTA with the numbers we are producing, like what Shimmer C is already showing with those 2 million. uh, TVL, it's super impressive, I think. Like when you look at Cardano, they've been so long already on the market. They have now, um, I think 200, 100 million, I think it was 100 million Mm -hmm. uh, TVL, which is only like a factor of 50. And um, SUI, they announced over the weekend, they have like 70 million TVL, which is like a factor of 35. And we have to see like when they launched and when, uh, like Shimmer C or the, the EVM launched and even like without those big liquidity pipelines. So I think it's already, um, quite impressive, what we mm. can achieve with a, with a, with a small ecosystem, now. but we need to create more awareness and we need to bring we need to get out the message. Like what are the technical advantages of IOTA, how does it compare to um, like other ecosystems or other technologies, what is the benefit of this technology and how does this technology benefit transition into a benefit um, for the project itself, not to attract more users, to be more competitive versus their competitors, uh, to uh, decrease time and costs, to reach more people with lower effort, no? all of this, like why would you want to build on this tech versus another tech because the support is better because the tech is like 10x uh, better and faster because it mitigates certain risks, which you had before, like, for example, the minor extractable value. And we need to create like awareness for all of this and then motivate projects to come over. And when the projects are starting to come over, then we can create like, of course, those success stories as well. Why did you choose IOTA instead of certain chain XYZ? And then this will also attract like more projects, but uh, it starts that we are tech ready and it starts that we can um, point out what the benefits of the tech are. So to really formulate this, to do this education, and it starts with having certain basic building blocks which are available so that you can actually build in comfort uh, and launch your or or move your project over to IOTA or launch it on IOTA.
1: Yeah, um, I, w- I would agree that we have reached a very good amount of TVL and user base, despite being such a small and closed down community, because I noticed yesterday, um, IOTA put out a tweet, it's been out for like um, almost an entire day, it had about 6,500 views um, that is probably half of what I get on my, view- my tweets, but the IOTA Foundation has 270,000 people following them, well a it's at least what they say. But that sort of shows that it not many people are keeping up and are like familiar with what's happening in the ecosystem here. And despite we don't have bridges, we don't have stable coins, we don't have all this, it's not a lot of talk. So in my opinion, not, not, many, not a lot of people do know about what IOTA is. Uh, the few that does probably knows just about something about twenty seventeen. Shimmer, nobody knows, uh, outside almost more or less. Um, but hopefully when the, all these bridges are coming, uh, Stablecoins and all that, we are able to sort of expand into other territories and gain a lot more new people coming in because maybe they will see the advantages. Um, that leads me into the next question for you guys, because when you're going out there and sort of like, let's say you meet someone from the Solana ecosystem and they want to use Spice 5 to, to like get better, will you then incentivize them to, to port their uh, projects from Solana over to the IOTA X system? Or will you simply be, I'm not sure how that works, like with the bridges and all that, like will you still be working with them on Solana or will they be interacted with the IOTA X system as well, if you
0: know what I mean? It depends on the project. Um, There are some projects which are going multi-chain and can even bridge across multi-chain. So across like several blockchains. Normally when there's like a Solana project, the question is on which tech is it being built? And when it's EVM, so the Ethereum Virtual Machine, they like different ways how you can write your smart contracts. But the most common one is Solidity and and, and with the EVM. And when they have the EVM smart contracts, they can usually port them over and deploy them directly on the Shimmer EVM or on their own chain, on their own app chain or layer two chain. IOTA if they want. And because it's um, the underlying EVM, it should be compatible right out of the box or with like very, very few adjustments with what IOTA is doing. And then the, they typically ask, all right, if is this like an ecosystem where there's a user base for us, where there's a market for us, and if this can be answered with yes. Then they look into the implementation efforts. And this is then also typically where the treasuries come in of the ecosystem to say, All right, how much do you need in order to port this over? 10K, $10,000, or euros, 20,000 euros. Uh, what do you estimate? All right, you know, here are 20,000 euros from our grand treasury. And then you can launch in the target ecosystem and do your port. Uh, and then they still need to think. Um, if they are like the same building blocks what we had before. So do you have like Then um, I don't know if this works uh, in in Shimmer is there like a block Explorer is are there Oracles available? Is there uh, so that have price feeds for example for for Texas um, what else is the infrastructure uh, is there an indexer available where you can, Uh, like subgraph, for example, Uh, the subgraph is like an indexer where you can, which you can instruct to say, Hey, look at the gas, which is being spent on each transaction, or track a certain NFT across different chains. And then the indexer does like nothing else than just keeping the data um, for what you instructed, um, you want you wanted to keep. And this helps then because you can um, like show this data, of course, in your dashboard, like when we For example, when we take the TVL, the the total value locked, so how much uh, money is in the DeFi ecosystem of a certain chain. And for example, this is then just being tracked also by an indexer, Then the indexer knows all the time, all right, we have 1 million, 2 million, 5 million, or the indexer knows on which chain a certain NFT is deployed or in which state something is. And this helps you as a project, or you rely on this as a project. Um, because you cannot always query like the whole chain, and you always, and you also don't want to implement all of this tracking typically by yourself. So there are certain expectations which you also have when you are developing, uh, and the more of these expectations are met, that you have more comfort in uh, in the development. Uh, in the end, the better for you, and the fewer your efforts, and the faster you can get going. Hmm. And this is typically how it works with the project. So they. Are either like convinced that the technology is best, or they're like a fan of the project, then they get started. Um, and, but when we want to move um, projects over from other ecosystems, then we definitely need to have like some sort of uh, incentive structure and we need to have several building blocks ready as it just would not be interesting for them. Mm. This is my wow. my opinion.
1: So what what kind of
0: sector do you see the most demand for this? I think we are still um, in a smart contract world. So uh, this also comes back to um, what you're doing on layer one. So on the IOTA ledger is typically not anonymous. It's pseudo anonymous um, because you have a wallet address and uh, nobody knows who's behind this wallet address. Uh, But when you are starting to transact on a professional level, um, sending a thousand transactions per day, for example, even maybe in payments, or you are exchanging some NFTs for not, not the profile pictures, but some utility NFTs, for example. And all of this is like out in the open. And you can do some uh, analytical attacks to understand how much did uh, or, or what uh, went from wallet A towards wallet B. And then you can start to analyze this. And maybe you even can find out who's behind a certain wallet. We are also seeing this in the DeFi ecosystem. Um, where people are being exposed or you know where some uh, sometimes there's some detectives which are trying to dig into it some people also just expose their wallet uh, address uh, publicly as well but as a company typically do not want this because it gives your competitors like also again an edge what you're doing how much you are transacting what are your volumes so you want to keep all of this private mm. um, and um, so, as long as the anonymity is guaranteed, like in, in DeFi, or where, um, or how to best phrase this, um, where you're not doing it like as a professional, high in a high frequency use, what would be required when you want to do it, you know, in, uh, like really professional, then you're typically, you want to keep your data private. And mm. this is then where um, you want to launch your products and services also around not only like DeFi, but uh, like about tokenization of assets for example or when you want to um, authenticate certificates or something like that that you can move this towards a private chain like the shimmer evm for example so it's a can be like a private uh, layer two chain this is then often called a hybrid chain what's called an app chain. And when it's also interoperable with the layer one and with other app chains, then it can be also called a hybrid chain. And what we are seeing at the moment is that the whole market is moving towards this direction in the industry. So there are major players like Polkadot, they are revising or like changing their um, parachain concept. Because you can only have like hundred parachains, or roughly like hundred parachains at the moment. You have to participate, um, like in an auction where people have to stake their DOT tokens towards your application to win of those to win one of those slots, and um, yeah, then maybe after some weeks or months you win a slot. But the process is just horrible, um, and um, like something similar as in Cosmos or like IBC. They- have like this hub and zone concept which they're now completely changing. You're also seeing that other protocols like Lisk, they're going towards app chains. Um, Starknet with the zero Knowledge Proof is going towards app chains as well. Um, Octopus Network, they're going towards app chains. Customer Labs is going towards app chains. So like large protocols and and also like new protocols so like pivoting towards this hybrid model where you can keep all of your relevant data private but at the same time, you are fully interoperable and you are with other app chains, you can change any digital asset. Um, And this gives you like the best flexibility, um, but also the best protection. And this is something what we are, or the best privacy. And this is something um, what we are seeing the spice that the demand is quickly rising here. And that we can also offer these app chains and layer two chains, then two projects and this can and two industry partners. Hmm. Um,
1: next thing, um, build five, as I have understood, it's something that's created like as a branch from spice five, uh, together with the, uh, soon labs, uh, team. Could you elaborate a little bit? What is build five and like what's the difference between build five and spice five and like what's, um, what's the deal
0: with Build five? This, this is also a good question. Um, because I think we need to, didn't do a good enough job to outline the differences between the entities. Um, so there are some questions, but uh, we recognize this and we we're we going to publish a blog post about this and also in the near future. So SPICE 5, think of it as layers. So SPICE 5 is the infrastructure layer where you can uh, have like your developer tooling um, to accelerate development, where you have your uh, node hosting, where you have your... Uh, app chain management. So if you want to, um, so if you want to spin up an app chain, the I don't know the Monaco app chain for example, uh, because you want to scale uh, everything around the Monaco podcast and you start to implement certain three technologies, you can have like your own private environment. You're completely interoperable. So like all of this infrastructure technology is what we are offering with Spice Five, and then Build Five is you can imagine it like sitting on top of Spice Five. Um, Build5 is offering APIs, but not the APIs um, for developers, which are which are called send a transaction or read a UTxO dataset. So these typical developer APIs, which you have uh, on a very low level on the IOTA ledger. And this is like also how you develop stuff, how you interact with Spice. But what Build5 is doing is that it abstracts those APIs one level higher. So when you know the Sooniverse, you have you know the different functionalities in the Sooniverse, like you want to mint a token collection, or you want to uh, create a space, or you want to send out an award, for example. And um, the Sooniverse is a good example uh, for a user front-end where you can do all of this. And the Sooniverse communicates already with the Build5 APIs. So the Build5 APIs, they are then named. Um, what's a very application specific use. So your API is not called send an event or create transaction, but your API uh, is called like mint an NFT collection, for example, or create a new award for a certain space. So it's in a much better or much more application specific context that it gives you um, like an easy entry towards a specific um, like function what you want to uh, what you want to do Do right? you want to launch nfts create awards create community spaces and so on so you're much closer to the use case to the actual use case uh, which you want to implement and then um, uh, the suna versus at the moment like probably the biggest customer i would even call it now of of build five and build five is sort of like the AWS. Uh, like Adam always compares it with with AWS, and I think it's a very good comparison. It's sort of like the AWS for uh, IOTA and for the blockchain world because mm. in Build Five you have those APIs available, and in Build Five we can then also offer different functionalities, like sort of like, like a console where you can log in. You have like also a graphical user interface, but your graphical user interface is not join a community like you have it on Zooniverse, but it's like one level lower to say, let's deploy a community, let's deploy an NFT marketplace, let's deploy an exchange and build five enables you to so have all of these different APIs. And then in the next uh, iteration, uh, it enables you to deploy all of those different modules directly with the click of a button. The same way like in AWS, you can deploy your cloud infrastructure and then you can start to build on this cloud infrastructure. And Spice5 and Build5, they take care that this is like also as easy as possible. Spice5 takes care of the infrastructure and the scaling. And Build5 enables you to deploy real like application-specific web three scenarios with the click of a button. Mm. So if, if I found all this very interesting, both Spice5 and Bill Five, is
1: there any way for, for me to sort of invest in one of them or both of them?
0: Um, so at Spice5, we decided to not launch a token by ourselves. We had like long discussions also around this, what would be the utility of the token uh, and so on. But we, uh, um, uh, but, but we said we also, because like buying a cryptocurrency to interact with a blockchain protocol is in the end still a hassle for companies, and it's quite a red flag for companies um, because they cannot get the exchange account so easily, and so on and so on. It doesn't fit their payment, the existing payment processes, uh, yada yada. And so we decided against launching a token with Spice Five. Mm, wonderful.
1: Um, so we are starting to reach the uh, the time limit here, but um, real quick, um, if people want to get in touch with you, they want to so need they need your help to sort of reach their next milestones. How do they get in touch with
0: you and how do they keep up with your uh, your new updates? Yeah, so this is a good point. Um, you can subscribe on spy5.com. You can subscribe on build5.com. Then we're going to send out uh, like what is happening, uh, like early access and when we're launching uh, like a new uh, product. And apart from this, of course, if you see any... Uh, like potentially uh, interesting customers or any projects where you see, hey, this makes sense that this project would maybe come towards Build 5 or that it would make sense to bring them over to Spice 5 or that here's an interesting company with whom you should talk because they're interested in launching their own layer 2 or launching their own app chain with a private environment, still being interoperable, Uh, then yeah, of course, please come and talk to us. Help us, like, I think we are all in the same boat at the moment to grow the ecosystem simply because it's so small compared to the other ecosystem. And if we do not stick together, I was saying, like, as the, like, you know, a bit in the air quotes, as the OGs of the IOTA mm-hmm. ecosystem, when we have been here for like five years, six years, maybe some of us, um, just having these connections, these partnerships helps tremendously. To achieve critical mass, and with this critical mass, to of course like also create more awareness. It also helps to link those different projects together, to communicate the synergies between those different projects better to the outside world. What is happening here, and then of course like also the customer benefit. Um, like, why should I even move towards IOTA? What is in it for me? And the better we can communicate this to the outside world, the better. So the more lighthouse projects, success stories, data, numbers, facts, and uh, the TVL and all of those statistics, they also, it's also a part of it. Um, The more we can communicate outside about the success of the ecosystem, the better. And for this, in the beginning, uh, it's like essentially all hands on deck, simply because the ecosystem is so small. And now that our developments are getting ready, IOT2.0 is getting ready and so on. uh, Like we also need to push, push, push That we create this awareness because like the other ecosystems they just have like millions in marketing and i think their marketing efforts often they are not well spent i don't know when you slap your logo on a on a balloon or something like this it's probably not a such a good investment we also had like uh, all of these proposals so i also see a lot of waste in the ecosystem but when we use our budgets well and if we communicate those benefits to the outside um, and we like stick together as a community, then I think we can like achieve tremendous progress and also like a tremendous awareness to show what the ecosystem can be used for, what IOTA can be used for and how it just fares better versus those other ecosystems which are like, uh, which are out there and which have a a bit of advantage simply because their tech was like, Uh, ready a bit earlier
1: Mm. yeah yeah i can completely agree um again thank you so much mate for for taking the time to come talk to me and the to the community and um whenever you guys feel that you have something new to share don't hesitate just uh, hit me up and we'll do another
0: podcast whenever you need it mate perfect thank you very much for the invite Thomas. always happy to be here cheers mate and thank you everyone for taking the time to listen (laughs) cheers see you next time